Oh, no, he's not clumsy. Considering that he's an invalid himself, he's a very good nurse. For a sick nurse? I call him my sick nurse because he's sick himself. Oh, come, Daddy, the ugly young man exclaimed. Well, you are. I wish you weren't, but I suppose you can't help it. I might try. That's an idea, said the young man. Were you ever sick, Lord Warburton? His father asked. Lord Warburton considered a moment. Yes, sir, once in the Persian Gulf. He's making light of you, Daddy, said the other young man. That's a sort of joke. Well, there seem to be so many sorts now, Daddy replied serenely. You don't look as if you had been sick anyway, Lord Warburton. He's sick of life, he was just telling me so. Going on fearfully about it, said Lord Warburton's friend. Is that true, sir? asked the old man gravely. At least I'm never bored when I come here, said Lord Warburton. One gets such uncommonly good talk. You ought to find yourself a pretty woman, said his companion. He's trying hard to fall in love, he added by way of explanation to his father. The ladies will save us, said the old man. Make up to a good one and marry her and your life will become much more interesting. A momentary silence marked perhaps on the part of his auditors a sense of the magnanimity of this speech, for it was a secret neither for his son nor for his visitor that his own experiment in matrimony had not been a happy one. Well... You may fall in love with whomsoever you please, but you mustn't fall in love with my niece, said the old man. I haven't the honour of knowing your niece, Lord Warburton said. I think it's the first time I've heard of her. She's a niece of my wife's. Mrs. Touchett brings her to England. Then young Mr. Touchett explained, My mother, you know, has been spending the winter in America, and we're expecting her back. She writes that she has discovered a niece, and that she has invited her to come out with her. I see, very kind of her, said Lord Warburton. Is the young lady interesting? We hardly know more about her than you. My mother has not gone into details. She chiefly communicates with us by means of telegrams, and her telegrams are rather inscrutable. Will you at least let me know when your cousin arrives? Lord Warburton asked. Only on the condition I've mentioned that you don't fall in love with her, Mr. Touchett replied. That strikes me as hard. Don't you think me good enough? I think you too good, because I shouldn't like her to marry you. She hasn't come here to look for a husband, I hope. So many young ladies are doing that as if there were no good ones at home. Then she's probably engaged. American girls are usually engaged, I believe. Moreover, I'm not sure, after all, that you'd be a remarkable husband. Very likely she's engaged. I've known a good many American girls, and they always were. But I could never see that it made any difference upon my word. As for my being a good husband, Mr. Touchett's visitor pursued, I'm not sure of that either. One can but try... "'Try as much as you please, but don't try on my niece,' smiled the old man, whose opposition to the idea was broadly humorous.
While this exchange of pleasantries took place between the two, Ralph Touchett wandered away a little, with his usual slouching gait, his hands in his pockets, and his little rowdyish terrier at his heels. His face was turned toward the house, but his eyes were bent musingly on the lawn, so that he had been an object of observation to a person who had just made her appearance in the ample doorway for some moments before he perceived her. His attention was called to her by the conduct of his dog, who had suddenly darted forward with a little volley of shrill barks, in which the note of welcome, however, was more sensible than that of defiance. The person in question was a young lady, who seemed immediately to interpret the greeting of the small beast. He advanced with great rapidity and stood at her feet, looking up and barking hard, whereupon, without hesitation, she stooped and caught him in her hands, holding him face to face while he continued his quick chatter. His master now had had time to follow.